What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. What's going on, fam? It's going down right now. Mm-hmm. We got a special guest in the building. First-timers. You know we love first-timers love on the show, Love first-timers. The homeboy, Wes. What's going on, bro? What's going on, people? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, right. We're going to talk about some AEW, some NXT, some SmackDown, some Raw. And uh, some stuff that, that doesn't really uh, have to do with wrestling, but it's uh, greatly impacting America right now. And the coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, yeah, you, you, sound, you sound pretty happy about that, Art. It's a Cardi B. Oh. Coronavirus is uh. real. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that what that video's been? I've, I've been avoiding watching that. <laughs> It has been, but um, uh, I just want to give a big shout out to the UFC too, cause I, obviously the coronavirus ain't stopped them. Uh, on Saturday they had an event in an empty arena, which was dope. Um, they had uh the main event was Kevin Lee against um uh Charles Oliveira, and Charles Oliveira beat his ass with a submission. Of course, uh, he taps out and then protests the tap out, which is crazy. You can't say I quit and then say, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, but... And he's trying to miss it, I miss it, I miss it, I miss it. Doesn't kind of say, I miss tap out, I miss tap out, I miss tap out. Yeah, miss tap out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't tap out and then say, no, I didn't. Yeah, but uh, on a serious note, we here at the Sons of Legends, obviously, we like to send uh, positive thoughts to everyone who's being affected by the virus and everyone who has family members all over the world being affected by the virus. I mean, it's no game out here, Art. I tried to tell you last week. Art, okay, now, what I said last week was we did not come here to talk about that, okay? (laughs) I get one positive hour a week, okay, where I get to be... Outside the outside world. Okay, and this is it. This is it. <laughs> we did not come here to talk about that last week, but apparently it's not it's it's gonna be it's gonna force us to talk about it this week. Of course it is. But first we gonna talk about Raw. That's right. what we gonna talk oh, about. Right. Oh my god. Raw was oh, lit to god. me. Yeah, I like Raw. Where do you wanna start? From the moment that Kevin Owens walked in the building and Seth Rollins was sitting there eating the popcorn <laughs> and had the goons jump on him. Yeah, that was, that was pretty I didn't like Ross too much this, this week. I'm sorry. You I didn't? Like no, I did not. Ah, oh, Wes, my brother. Robbie lit. Robbie Wrong lit. Wrong a bad reputation. I That's think it does, was. too. I, like I said last week, I think it's a trend to hate WWE. Well, it's been that way for a while, Art. Like, it's not new news, you know? It's been like that for years. I tell you, one person who has been on a roll... This Riddick Moss guy. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird because why did they give why did they give the push to, to him and not Mojo Rally? You know, because remember Mojo was I thought they were gonna run with Mojo with this whole I'm gonna defend the 24 seven title in the ring and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be I'm not running I'm not hiding I'm not doing nothing this is gonna be straight wrestling matches I thought that was Mojo's gimmick why why, why did they uh, run with Riddick Moss on this instead I don't know he kind of came out of nowhere yeah Wes what do you I'm think good. about Riddick he good and thirty six and he I like I like what they're doing with him I just think that he was a guy that came 
pretty much out of nowhere. At first, he was running with Tino Sabatelli. Right. Uh, I don't know what oh. happened to Tito. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out with Mojo Riley all of a sudden, turns on Mojo the next week, and now he's there's no superstars chasing him for the twenty four seven title he's like they got, do everybody else. He's got Mojo's gimmick. He's got Mojo's pushair about to give him because, like I said, the Mojo was doing this kind of stuff. And you know, do we all consider it to be a uh, you know? Do we consider uh, his stock to be risen when he beat Ricochet last week? Well, Ricochet. No, 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 no. No. What? No. Why not? <laughs> Why not, Wes? You don't like Ricochet? Ricochet is okay. He okay. Something. He okay. That's it. Ricochet <laughs> is dope. Not everybody likes the high flyers, are. He, he built for what? What he built for? Good yeah, matches, yeah. brother. He's good yeah, for great. Great matches, highlight reel type moves. My guy is the future. <laughs> the future of what? Of wrestling. Damn, Oh, that's that's that's. Well, he did piss somebody say, off. Well, he's not exactly <laughs> wrong, though. I mean, over the last couple of weeks, Ricochet's kind of gone down the ladder. You know, it started with Brock in Saudi Arabia, and he gets right, right. smashed by Riddick Moss when he gets back to the States. And we, he wasn't even on Raw last, this week, was he? I don't think so. He needs, uh, Ricochet is in the doghouse, I believe. Like he, he made somebody upset backstage. Who did he make mad? I don't know, but he, uh, he obviously stepped in it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but Riddick Moss is like putting it on. Nobody's chasing him around for the twenty four seven title. He just gets to have regular matches like nobody that's ever had the twenty four seven title. It's a, it's a new concept, I think. You know, for the twenty four seven rule, we liked. I did. I liked the internet stuff where they were pinning each other in airports and golf courses, and I know, but that eventually gets yeah. old. Unfortunately, oh, it's fun. Yeah, it was funny and everything, but I think eventually it gets old, you know? Like, you can't make funny segments last for years and years, you know? You can. You can't. Ask Mick Foley. Well, where's Mick Foley now? He barely can walk. Good point, good point, good point, good point. Yeah. He can barely walk. If he could still go, you better (laughs) believe Mick Foley would be diving off a playpen somewhere. well, Mick Foley didn't always used to rely on the funny stuff. Art, you you forget Mick Foley was an actual credible wrestler. But that was later that. on in his career when he couldn't wrestle anymore. Right, before that, Art, back at WCW, Cactus Jack and all this other stuff. I thought you would have wanted to live through that. I'm saying this. after he couldn't do it anymore, right. he started relying on the comedy. Yeah, okay. And that didn't last for years. It did. It did. It did. It did. It definitely did, especially when he was general manager and his his yeah. office was moving everywhere. He was the commissioner. Same thing. Same thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foley's one exception, Art. But I, okay, uh, I want to go on to the tag match that they had. Was was it the Rey Mysterio and... Now, this week was Rey and Angel Garza. Yeah, Rey and Garza, one-on-one. Yeah. And, uh... Okay. I, 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 I
retake my statement. I, I retake my statement. They had one good matchup. I love that match. Yes, that was a good matchup. That was a four star matchup. A four and a half, a four and a half star matchup. Definitely. But see, I gave Ray a lot of shit when he came back about him not being able to go still, and he made me put my foot in my mouth. Well, I knew Ray could still go. You know, Ray's one of them guys that just gets better of age, like gold dust or something. You yes. Know? I saw Ray was here on Lucha Ray's Underground Ray's still wrestling and stuff. You know, Ray's still got it. Definitely. Ray's mm-hmm. one of those guys that seems to just get better with storytelling as he gets older. Yeah. Ray's still got it, most definitely. And um, I can't wait for to see him and Andrade go for the U.S. title again. Because that's one match where I shit it on it for them steady putting it on. But every single time they get in the ring, it's on. two got chemistry. What'd you say, Wes? I don't want to see the matchup no more. Ray and Andrade. Andrade again. I'm tired of that. That random segment. So what's that? And it got old. But it seems I said the exact same thing. But every single time I watch the matchup. It gets better and better every time. And then that last match they had was the ladder match, mm-hmm. which was fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what saying. Crazy. Yeah, I get where Wes is coming though from, you know. Like you you wanna see you don't want to see the same people go at it over and over and over and over and over again. But WWE specializes in giving us the same people over and over and over again. And to be fair, you know, Two people, you know, they kind of have to wrestle a lot to be in a feud. I think, I think, though, we kind of been ignoring that. Well, they don't have to wrestle a lot. They just have to have a lot of segments together. Right. Right. I understand. So I'd, I'd really like to see Andrade and Ray do a little more mic work. Yeah. I hear it's going to be a four-way mania. Them two, Angel Garza and uh, Humberto for the U.S. That ought title. to be. That ought to be. That would be too much Yeah, I can't. Yeah. <sighs> Hope that that match gets signed. Hope that WrestleMania gets signed. (laughs) We'll get into that later. I actually don't. I actually don't. Garth was going to put it on. Yeah, I did too. I kind of thought that they were going to strip, that they were going to take the belt off of of, of, um, Andrade when he violated the wellness policy and was gone for 30 days. But, right, right. but he returned to Super Showdown like nothing happened. Yep, he's right. back and he's still U.S. champ. Can we talk about the spider thing? Like, <laughs> they spent months with Rowan in this cage. And then a week after it gets debuted, the, the spider's in there. And then they have Drew McIntyre smash it with steps. Yeah, they wasted months of storyline building with that. I think so too. I I don't get I'm that glad. one. I'm glad in a way they did that because I I could I was kind of wondering okay what the heck this what the heck was in this uh, in, in this thing I was wondering what the heck is in this because <laughs> for a while I, I was thinking okay as far as far as here is uh, the head. I figured it was going to be kind of comical because Vince is known for that. I thought it was going to be the hand that Mae Young delivered. Oh, no, nah, man. He, he got bit. <laughs> he got bit. I was expecting like some kind of rabbit uh, weasel or something in there. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the hand. I thought it was going to be Mae Young's baby. How does the hand bite somebody? It doesn't bite you. It pinches you. 
Well, it had to pinch you pretty hard to get to draw blood, Art. Your sister can pinch your skin off, can't she? No. <laughs> yes, she can. No, she can't. Ain't her <laughs> damn long nails. <laughs> that would have been. That would have been hilarious. Oh man, I thought it was gonna be some kind of wild animal in there or something. But it turns out it's this mechanical spider. Everybody runs from it. Even Mojo Rowley had the right reaction to a huge spider. Mm-hmm. Now that we know what it is, but then Drew Drew McIntyre smashes it and buries Rowan. So they just did months of storyline building for no reason. Because uh, this didn't do anything for Rowan at all. Nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. You know, it would have worked, I think, if they had let him keep walking around with the spider now that it's out. You know, like maybe have it get loose in a match or something. Ron goes running around trying to catch it or whatever. That it, does, it doesn't help. To, it doesn't help, at least in my opinion, to have it smashed a week after we see it. I mean, I don't think that it's right for them to bury people at the expense of others. I don't so think Ron's Drew, buried. Drew McIntyre didn't need the push. He's already over. Yeah, I don't think Rowan's buried. I mean, but to be fair, I've never been that big of a Rowan fan, anyways. But I don't think he's. I don't look down on him anymore than I already was. But he, this is gave him more TV time than he's ever gotten. Yeah. Besides being with the Wyatt family, which was which is when he was my favorite. You know, that's when he was, when he was everybody's favorite. Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, they were a good tag team, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. I mean, and then him as the Bludgeon Brothers. Another good one. It was him and Luke Harper. They they fit together. Yeah, but Luke Harper Luke Luke Harper said, "Fuck WWE. I'm not doing this shit." No I'm more. gone. And now they got to do something wrong. And I thought that this spider thing would have been the thing that they were gonna do with him, but apparently it's not. It's not. It definitely isn't. It is. All right. Uh, Edge's return. Now, I, oh, I like this one. Now, go ahead, Wes. Go ahead, Wes. Tell us how you feel about Edge's return. Oh, man. Edge's return was was, 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 was up there. It was a good return. I, I like what he just MVP. I like what he just MVP. <laughs> <laughs> MVP didn't deserve that, but no, I, <laughs> when you bring up a man's wife, yeah, that that's what gets you every time. You don't bring up the family members. <laughs> but I hope that they get this this stable built for MVP. I hope MVP built this stable thing. I don't want to see it. I would I would actually uh I would enjoy seeing the Ballers Enterprise stable. You know, I think that's, okay, okay. that'd be a good name for it and everything. <laughs> I got a question for you. I got a question for you. What's up? I got a question. Who would you put in the stable then? Nobody. Uh Nobody. I you can't just put me on the spot here. I'll keep. I'll keep okay, I'll if he did, if he did have to build a stable, I would say he would go with people who are pretty much veterans, but still haven't found their way. Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Chad Gable. I would give him a spot. Uh, I would give um, the guy from two Cedric Alexander. Mm. Let him get in there. Uh, how many people do we get? Four. I think four would be enough. Well, I would give him the street profits. I would I would give him somebody some people who are exciting wrestlers who are at the same time still need to find their kind of niche. And the street profits mix with the big bro, with the big baller brand, as you mm-hmm. would call it. They they mix with that mm-hmm. and then get Cedric and Shelton 
give them some it'll give them some personality and shorty g could have somewhere to be at because right now shorty g is terrible for chad gable shorty g give me how do you expect him to get over with that name art how but if you put him in the big baller brand then they would make it work because now Shorty G would have a persona to go with the name Shorty G. Shorty G was a big water brand. That's, that's I don't know about that. Right. I think it would work. You just like Chad Gable. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking real hard. I think it will work if you put him in there. If you even if you just put Shorty G with the Street Profits, give him some hip hop clothes, a, a gold necklace, and a cup. Boom, Shorty G actually works. But a white guy named Shorty G just doesn't have the same effect when he doesn't have a hip hop persona behind him. Okay, I understand, bro. I, I can I can understand that. I guess. But yeah. if that was me, that's what I do. But personally, I don't even want to see an MVP stable. Because you're a hater, Art. I'm not a hater. Yes, you are. MVP will make a pretty good manager. In your eyes, not in mine. And I think he would do wonders for a guy like Shelton Benjamin, who's, you know, who he actually worked with back in the day. And he probably, you know, you know, they probably enjoy each other's company and everything. And, you know, I'd be a pretty good manager, managey relationship, relationship there. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't want to see it. I but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Edge and Randy Orton. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Wes. Was that the most terrible RKO you ever seen? <laughs> it wasn't was that funny. bad. He didn't even have funny. the head. <laughs> well, it's, he, Randy still sold it like a G, though. Randy still sold it. How you going to sell something and then roll out the ring immediately when he comes back? He threw one down off of it. Yeah, and and not only that, if that's his move, he should be able to see it coming from a mile away. Well, I just pointed it out it wasn't very well executed. Yeah, not only that, but I did I did like the the concertos, but I don't like that he listened to the crowd and did it again. Sometimes we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So the, so the crowd needs to calm down sometimes and let the storyline play out instead of chanting shit like we want tables and one more time and just let the match play out like it's supposed to play out. And the segment should have played out with MVP just taking one concerto and Edge staring at Orton with those crazy eyes like he does. But I do like the standing arm triangle that he has now. Yeah, I, I like can't remember what too. they called it. I didn't like that. Well, Edge has been known for certain submissions. And he does have one submission. You know, yeah, he's the educator. The, he's got the educator. You know what I mean? He's done. He he's had a couple things that he used to work with, but this arm triangle it seems like it'll been better for a guy like Brock Lesnar or Bobby I think Lashley. Braun Strowman used to use it. I don't know why he stopped. Yeah, Braun Strowman. I think yeah. it works better with a power guy, guy yeah. instead of yeah, yeah, instead of a technical guy like Edge. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm really enjoying this feud. Like 
I was not sure where they were going with you when you know Randy kept apologizing after every after you know he come out there saying I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it, I'm sorry. I sure I get it now. According to Randy, you know he's just looking out for Edge. You know he he don't want nothing bad to happen to Edge, so he had to go ahead and take him out of the equation. You know I understand that now. I get it. Just didn't know. I thought they were going back to the Randy that had the explosive disorder or whatever he called it. Yeah. I thought it was going to be more of the crazy Randy. Mm-hmm. But he's being completely logical. And at the point where he where he RKO'd Beth Phoenix was the point where it really got interesting. Right. Definitely was. She kicked Randy and Randy tried to go with RKO. Yeah, I mean, she did hit him first. And we all can, we all, she, we all should expect that Randy is an equal opportunist wrestler. I mean, he used to catch. I remember he he caught May Young with the RKO. He caught Stacey Keebler with the RKO back in the day. Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. I don't. Stephanie know. McMahon. Yeah, he he caught Nia Jax recently with the RKO. Like Randy has never been above RKO and the ladies. <laughs> you know, it's kind of it kind of should be expected. But this time it made for a good story. Yeah. Normally, he's just RKO and women for his enjoyment. <laughs> this time, it actually added to the story. Right. And, you know, I'm surprised that his story is going over so well because, you know, Edge hasn't been around to, you know, really play a part of it. But, yeah, they've been doing pretty well. You know, getting Matt Get, Hardy yeah, involved. Yeah, giving props. You got to give props Phoenix to involved. Matt Hardy and Beth Phoenix and, the, and everybody else who kept the storyline going while Edge was... You know, playing the role of being injured. Right, right. You know, they did a good job keeping it warm. They did. I really think that they really need Matt Hardy to be in this storyline. No, Matt Hardy's gone. He's done. Yeah, Matt Hardy's uh, left WWE. And actually, he's on Twitter doing a bunch of promos with the Young Bucks. Yeah, we all know what that means. AEW, here he comes. (laughs) Free the delete, baby. Free the delete. (laughs) I can't wait for it. I can't wait. Um, Seth Rollins and the AOP and uh, Buddy Murphy had, well, actually, it started off as a match between Aleister Black and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. And then after they jumped Aleister Black, it turns into a eight-man tag between uh, the Disciples and Rollins against... Uh, the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits. Two segment match. Pretty good to me, but I'm a I'm a wrestling fan. I love too, seeing these too. moments. Me too. Me too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big wrestling jerk. Yeah. A, 
I love seeing, especially in tag matches, I love the hot tag. When a person like Big Hansen gets in there. Well, what's his name now? Ivar. Yeah, I don't know if he's Eric or Ivar, but it's one of the two. I think he's Ivar. (laughs) (laughs) But I love when Big Hansen gets in there. 350 pounds. Moving around like Bam Bam Bigelow. Cartwheels and and bonsai drops all over the place. All right, all right, relax. Diving out the middle ropes. <laughs> Hit you with the springboard uppercut into the German suplex. I love those type of moments. But then Seth Rollins stumps somebody's face off and the match is over. Montez Ford's face, I believe it was. But I love Montez Ford with the best frog splash in the business right now. Yeah, I can see where oh. I'm starting to see where you're going with Are this you guy. disagreeing with me, Wes? Please don't, Wes. Please don't, Wes. Wes, don't Are you do saying this to us. That Montez Ford doesn't Wes. have the best frog splash in the business. I'm begging you. Don't do this to us. Name me one person that has better height and technique than Montez Ford. Go ahead, Wes. One person. Wrestling today. Name me one person wrestling today that has better height and technique than Montez Ford. Thank you. All right, now can we get... What'd you say, Wes? Who? The girl. The Bianca Belair, I believe he's saying it does a better frog splash. She doesn't does. even do a frog splash. She does a 450. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Montez Ford would out splash her in that. <laughs> uh, she gets pretty good height too, though, Art. I've seen it. I love Bianca Belair. You know I'm a huge fan of the EST. A huge fan. I don't do. But Montez Ford has the best frog splash in the business of wrestling today. Yeah, I get what you're coming with. Where you're going with this, dog? And nobody you know has the height. Nobody has the technique. And nobody has the impact that Montez Ford has. You know, you've been drilling this point home all these weeks. And I finally start to see where you're coming from this. You know, it's like you took what's great about Eddie's frog splash and, and RBD's frog, frog splash, splash and, and combined put it together. It. Yes. You know, he's got RBD's height and Eddie's don't, technique. Don't, don't, don't forget Kevin Owens, too. Don't forget Kevin, don't forget Kevin Owens, too. Yeah, he does, he does the bullfrog splash. Yeah, but Kevin Owens' belly gets in the way of him closing in to restrict, you know, his knees <laughs> touching his elbows. Yeah, I think it's more impressive that he can do the frog splash. I think it's more impressive that he can do a 450 in Swanton. Yeah, but he doesn't do those moves today, Art. Yeah, that's because, well, he does the He does swan time, but he don't do the 450 today. But if you ever seen Kevin Owens do a 450, you would be like, my God, that guy's ribs are broken. Yeah, he can't hit the 450. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right, brother. <laughs> but yeah, how do you feel about this Seth Rollins stable as a whole with the storylines going? Right, go ahead, Wes. How do you feel about it? About Seth Rollins and this storyline he's got. Stable. I like I like the storyline with 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 um the uh the the, uh, the, the, the Messiah, yeah yep yes I love it yes I love it I loved him coming out handing everybody popcorn. He's sick like that, man. He can't be doing that in this well, normally age. normally he comes out and just grabs your hand and kind of bows his head and prays. But 
him having the bowl of popcorn handed it to everybody was fabulous, dog. Yeah, I, I can admit, you know, <laughs> I can admit to that. Yeah, I it thought, was kind of funny why I really, come out there with that bucket of popcorn giving it to yeah, people. Yeah, I really thought that after the Brock Lesnar story and him jobbing to the fiend, I really thought that Seth Rollins was going to go downhill. I thought he was going to have a Kofi-like spiral. Mm -hmm. But him doing the Monday Night Messiah thing really brought him to another level where he doesn't even have to have a title. Yeah, I think, I, you know... I, I thought, yeah, go ahead, Wes. I thought... I thought... After that, was, 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 was going to join it with him. I actually thought it. I actually thought it. After Black, doing the Monday Night Messiah, they be dead. Yeah. I really thought that after this whole Fiend debacle... That he was just gonna be, you know, another Ricochet or Alistair Black or whatever. You know, I I can respect the fact that Valens is uh, keeping his head above water right now, and I do like the Monday Night Messiah you know, character and everything. I'm just waiting for him and Kevin Owens. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the one-on-one -on -one match between him and Kevin Owens, like we haven't got it before. <laughs> but. <laughs> In this situation, or right, the Monday Night Messiah versus Kevin Owens. Yeah, I mean, WrestleMania. I'm, I'm ready right. for it. At WrestleMania, I'm hoping so at Mania. I'm ready for it. I'm yeah. ready for it to go down. I like how they keep uh, intervening on each other. Seth Rollins standing there eating the popcorn while they beat up KO. <laughs> They're like, hey, hey, cut it out. He's like, oh, it's all right. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's a great storyline to me. I really love it. Moving along. Okay, uh, NXT, they had uh, Cameron Grimes against Keith Lee for the North American title. Uh, oh, my God. Love it. I guess you watched NXT this week, Wes. <laughs> it, 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 NXT is showing me that they is, uh, is, uh, is, is, is up there with, with Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. It, it's been up there. Yeah. If you ask definitely. me, I think NXT was the show to watch. This ain't developmental no more. No, definitely not. Especially when they got veterans like Keith Lee and Cameron Grimes and Donovan Dijakovic and, you know, uh, Ben Failure and, you know, all those guys that are. I don't have to stop calling him that. Beat up Art. You go get one of these days. He's gonna show up here. I guarantee I you that we'll have more time with me calling him Ben Failure than you going up against the Beehive. Ben Failure. The name he's referring to is Finn Balor, ladies and gentlemen. In case anybody forgets that, listening to this show, Finn Balor. Ben Failure. Shut up, man. What you say, Wes? I'm not speaking on the art. Exactly. You don't like Finn Balor either, Wes? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying Finn Balor. No, I'm not. Uh. Ben Failure, like I said, <laughs> is, I mean, but he's had a resurgence thanks to NXT. Yeah. And right now, he's about to go to NXT UK and go up against Walter, which is very interesting. Well, I can't wait to see that one. Now, that one should be pretty cool. That, that would be a good matchup for what? I can't wait to see him get his chest slapped off. Like, <laughs> Finn Balor is over well in NXT in America, but he is over so much more over in there the in UK. the UK. Like, I they love that guy over there. Definitely. But 
Keith Lee and Cameron Grimes a show, dog. That was a show. Yeah, they did a and pretty I good love, match. I like that. I love how agile Keith Lee is for such a big guy and how he can make little guys seem so strong. Right. But but here's the thing to think about, Art. Since we got all these big guys moving around like that, like they're cruiserweights, I mean, do you think eventually it'll stop being so impressive? I don't think like so. you get all these big guys. How many times? I don't think so. How many times have we seen Hanson do that cartwheel? A million. And it's impressive every single time we see it, isn't it not? I don't think so. I mean, we no, see, I mean, so the mystique. Go ahead, Wes. That's why. The commentators are impressive. That's why. The commentators do that. Yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, like, I was watching Raw with my wife. And okay. when she saw Hanson do the cartwheel, she's like, did that big motherfucker just do a cartwheel? Okay, do you, do you see that for the people to see it for the first time, are, but eventually the mystique of him being able to do that cartwheel wears off. I think it's impressive every single time. I think seeing Keith Lee do a moonsault is impressive every time. I think eventually you learn to expect it. You know, Keith Lee just did the moonsault. Oh, well, Keith Lee does moonsault every week. How many years did we watch The Undertaker walk across those ropes? A lot. How many times, every time he walked across those ropes, did we go, God damn, that's impressive. Eventually, it just becomes a normal move. We come to expect the old school out of The Undertaker. It's his move. But it went from us going, oh, wow, to us going, old school. Yeah, eventually. Right, right, right. So it becomes pop culture references now. I think eventually it loses. Just like in the beginning, we were just basking in his glory. Now we're singing it. Keith Lee has definitely won me over. Yes. Oh, bask in his glory. Yeah, Keith Lee's oh, definitely... Come on, baby! He's definitely won, won, won me over. I'm, I'm saying. But Keith Lee gets the win. Uh, actually, uh, some who runs... Uh, Damian, Damian Priest. Priest. Damian Priest runs in. That's my guy. That's my guy. You like Damian Priest? Yes, oh, oh, he's a beast in the ring. <laughs> I, I really like Punishment Martinez. Yeah, I think that if they play this right, he could be the guy to take the title off Keith Lee eventually. Not anytime soon, but eventually. And he's going to do it with the heel tactics. He's going to have the ref turn his back or get knocked out. He's going to bring out the billy club that he's been using, mm -hmm. and he's going to eventually no, take it off of him. But so. the bigger story is him slamming Donovan Dijakovic with the spirit bomb at the end, I guess thinking that it was Dijakovic that did it. Dr. Coffee better get on somewhere. I was coming in there trying to put his hands all over the North American title. I would have done that even if even if I didn't know he, he wasn't the one to hit me. Keep your hands off my belt, sucker. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's been an old story. That's been an old story for the longest. But yeah. even though it's been an old story, I still like the concept. I still like these two guys wrestling all the time because I I would love to see them fight forever. I think other people need to get a shot. Eventually, they're going to run out of things to wow us, Art. It's, it's the truth. I don't see it. It's like watching a movie. I don't you see, see it. You see the movie a thousand times. Fast and the Furious is on part nine. How many times can cars drive off cliffs and get blown up? 
part nine. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. They're never going to run out of things to wow us with. Uh, I think eventually they might. They have not hit that yet, but I think eventually they might. When the Fast and the Furious stop making movies, that's when Donovan Dajakovic and Keith Lee are going to stop wowing us. <laughs> the Fast, what, the Fast and the Furious 50 or something, Mark? Are you still going to be entertained? Don't together. Don't together. together. Right. Magic. They yeah, they have, they have great matches. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But eventually, the mystique will wear off. I That's my point so. on this on this whole episode. No, no, no. The mystique no, no. will eventually no, no. wear off. That was like, um, that was like, um, it's like, um, Exactly. You can't get enough of Flair and Steamboat. Just like you can't get enough of Flair, I mean, uh, Macho Man and Steamboat. You just can't. You can't. Ray okay. and Andrade. You can't. Okay. John Cena and AJ Styles. You can't. I'm just saying, let's give some other people a chance here. <laughs> you can't. It's just so good. Yeah, whatever. It's so good. Yeah, man, I just sound like some kind of cynic or something. I'm just saying, eventually <laughs> things wear out. Wear out. You play with the toy so much it breaks. That's what happens. Well, I know. It's going to be lit. Yeah. It's going to be lit. Just like the Undisputed Era. Seems like nobody's getting tired of them. They're still getting tag team championship matches. Not going to lie to y'all. Me being the biggest Red Dragon fan on this planet probably was getting sick and tired of seeing O'Reilly and Fish walk around with them belts. I wasn't. Like, let's get some some new some new some some new. I think that blood in the lineup. I think that it was awesome watching the undisputed era hold every single title in the company. It was, but good champions don't really mean much without good challengers. And the NXT tag team division was shallow as hell at that time. You, 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 you need a big time to face a big time champion. I well, that. well, what would what would you suggest as the tag team to put against them at this moment? Oh, him. Go ahead, Wes. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, The vets. Me too. Thank goodness that they brought the Grizzly Young Veterans over here. They're going to be a fresh, the breath of fresh air in the NXT tag team. Well, division. that's who interfered in the tag match was the Grizzly Young Veterans, yeah. which cost them their chance at the titles. So it looks like it's going to be the Vets feuding with the Undisputed Era to see who's going to be the number one contender to face the Broserweights. I hope the, I, 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 I hope the Vets win. I believe it's going to be a threat. I believe it's going to be a threat. I would too. Yeah, that's that'd a great be, idea. That'd be a, good, that'd be a good match. It would. That that's a great match. idea. I would love to see a triple threat match between the veterans, the undisputed era, and the bros awaits. Yeah. And the veterans would probably be crafty enough to come out on top of that. Can't wait. I'm. Yeah. T- I'm calling it. They're. They're gonna get them. They're gonna get their hands on them tag titles within the next uh, few months or so. Um. Let's talk about my favorite part. Rhea Ripley. Rhea oh, Ripley yeah. comes out. She gets her little stump on, says her little piece, and then Charlotte comes to NXT and flattens Rhea Ripley. And gets booed out of the building, as she should. NXT is not a part of your kingdom, Miss Queen. Stay on Raw. The Queen. The Queen. The Queen, baby. God, not another one. 
Why? The queen. Why? Why do this to me? The queen, baby. The Woo! Queen, baby, the queen. Give me a break. One more time, baby. Go ahead. One more time. NXT champion Charlotte WrestleMania. Not but happening. Stopping the road. There's a stop in the road because Rhea Ripley faces Bianca Belair March 22nd. Mm-hmm. On the road to WrestleMania, and I'm looking for Bianca to win with this one. I'm telling you now, if she does not, this whole thing was pointless. Like, why is she still here if you're in this feud? If you're not gonna put the title on her, why? Why does she have to get smashed by Charlotte if you're not gonna put the title? I on told her? you why. why. I told you. Oh, because... Charlotte Flair can't look bad for two seconds. First off, you She's can't, like a champion in this situation. You cannot have Rhea Ripley beat Bianca Belair clean and then have Charlotte lose to her. Why not? She's not the champion. Because the champion should be able to beat her. Rhea and Charlotte have to be on the same level if they're going to face at WrestleMania. Champion one losing to Bianca and one winning to Bianca makes the other look less than. Rhea Ripley's the champion. She should look better than Charlotte Flair going into this. I don't believe that. Charlotte Flair is a decorated women's wrestler, dog. Why is she even having this match? Why? What do you mean? Because Rhea challenged her. You don't step up to the queen. What's wrong with you? If, if the NXT title is so lowly, so beneath her, yada, 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 why is she even lowering no, herself? The NXT title is now on the same level as the Raw and Women's and Raw and SmackDown Women's title. Oh, I guess we give her all credit for that too, huh? I do. Of course you do. Give me a break. Come on with it. Two Charlotte Flair marks on the same podcast. I can't believe it. <laughs> We're not marks. Yes, you are. The both of you. She's the queen. The both of you. But she put Rhea in that figure four around the ring apron, didn't she? Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, that's what it is. And then for the heel, and then for the heel, on the lid, too. Woo-hoo. That was crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. Hey. And they're chanting, go back to Raw. As she go should. back to Raw. As she should. She should go back to Raw and stay on Raw. The queen goes where she wants, baby. NXT is not a part of your kingdom. No, it isn't. It's why, just, why, it's why, de- why, by the time why, WrestleMania why? comes around, it's definitely going to be part of the queendom. Give me a break. Please. <laughs> you better believe it, baby. Now, I sound like the biggest hater because you get under my skin. That's what you do. You get underneath my skin with this stuff, Art. No, I don't. You just won't hop on the train with the rest of us. untalented (coughs) never leaves my mouth when talking about Charlotte Flair. Not once. Because she's never going to be untalented. But the words over push leave my mouth a thousand times. I don't think so. Because it's true. Charlotte hasn't had a title since when? Oh, since uh, WrestleMania last year? No, Thank not you. since WrestleMania last year. She is the one that Bailey won the title off of. Okay, okay. But that was what? A 30-second reign? Why did they have to put the title on at the beginning? She Where? beats Becky Lynch and then gets cashed in on. Okay, why couldn't Bailey cash in on Becky? Why? 
because Charlotte had a match and Charlotte break, won that match. God, y'all get on my nerves with this kind of stuff, man. We do not need her. She hasn't She's had a title. A she hasn't had a title since Money in the Bank She's last not. year. And I mean that Bailey won the title that she has now off of Charlotte Flair. Exactly. Since Money in the Bank last year, no, Charlotte hasn't Arch. held the title. No, Art. Since since Bailey's not been champion since Money in the Bank. Yeah, okay, she's yeah. been champion for almost 300 days, but she's not been champion since Money in the Bank. When did she win that title? Like a, a few she weeks. She won it at Money in the Bank. No. Lost it to... Uh, lost it to... Yeah. Exactly. It was the SmackDown show that she wanted to, that she's holding it now, and Charlotte was the person to beat her for. It was the same night that she came out with they were all healing and everything. Oh, when she when she uh, killed the Bailey buddies. Yeah. Okay, a SmackDown after that. She's not a necessity. So she hasn't been champ for almost three hundred days, and yet. And yet, even even still, even when she doesn't have a flipping title, I'm still gonna sit here and listen to you talk about how much they need her. They don't need her. They need her. She's not a necessity, dog. They need the machine Charlotte. keeps going with or without you. But as long as we have her, we're gonna keep going with Give me her. A break, please. Woo! Woo! Man, what's up with the hang up on you, brother? <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm telling you, God. baby. All right. Now I'm not gonna lie though that this this match is the worst is the best of the worst situation though. Yeah. You no, know, I'd rather see this match her and her and Rhea than her and any any of other main roster champions. But well, still. well, hopefully we get Bianca in the mix because she's got a title match coming up on March 22nd. Hopefully that goes well for her because I love the yeah, NXT I, I, of NXT. I, 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 I hope she did. I hope she did because I, I could. I, been I still around. got hope for this oh, triple threat God, match. Yeah, I'm praying for Bianca Belair because I'm a bigger fan of hers. And if not, then you of all people should be pretty upset about it. I was upset before. Well, you should be upset that Charlotte smashed her to death then. I can't, that's when you should be. That's when you should have been upset. I can't be mad, bro, because like I told hey. you, they cannot have Rhea Ripley beat her clean. Why not? And then have Charlotte Flair job to her on an NXT taping. They just can't do that. One loss is not a job. No, dog. Art. If she would, it would have been. It would have been better. It would have been better if Rhea would have sideways beat her or didn't beat her at all or something like that. Hey, but you can't. Heaven forbid the champion looks better than her challenger for for two seconds. I'm sorry. Heaven forbid. I get it. I just I just get the I just get the reason that they did that. I'm just saying. Also, um, I want to talk about this women's ladder match that's coming up because everybody's doing their qualifying matches, and so far, Mia Yim has qualified. Chelsea Green has qualified. And Tegan Knox has qualified, which means Dakota's out. I thought that they were running with Dakota. Why does she lose to Miriam? Uh, I don't think that she needs it since she has Raquel. What's her name? What's her Dakota Cat? Yeah. Raquel uh, Rodriguez. Raquel Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez is her name. Yeah, I don't think that they that that Dakota Kai needs this in order to get up there. Now that she has Raquel that has her back, I don't think she needs to be in a number one contenders match. 
she's going to be number one contender. Believe me. And it's going to work. I hope you're right. That pair right there, kind of remind me of Sean and Diesel. Yep. It's, it it's like a new age version of Sean and Diesel. It does kind of remind us right. of Sean and Diesel. <laughs> And I, I think that it's going to work. I think Dakota's going to use this. And, I mean, we've seen her more times now than we've seen her in the past few yeah, months. she'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, it's it's going to happen. Don't worry, dude. Your, your girl's going to get her just due. Dakota's a hard worker, and she's a great in-ring persona. I think she's going to get there. Don't worry about now, it. Now, this ladder match should be pretty entertaining, though. You know, with six people and everything. Yeah, if, especially with the women. We haven't really mm -hmm. seen this besides Money in the Bank. And I'm hoping that um, the girls that they're putting in are some workhorses. So we're going to get yeah, some yeah. good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to talk about AEW? I did watch it this week. Uh, the Death Triangle. I, I'm, I'm loving the Death Triangle, though. You know, I think it'll be good for Pentagon and Phoenix, you know, because they, they can put it with Pac and everything. Yep. And, you know, Pac can kind of be the, you know, the mouthpiece of the group. And, you know, Pentagon and Phoenix go after the tag team titles again. I'm still counting on them being the ones to uh, take them off of uh, Hangman and Kenny Omega. Yep, Hangman and Omega. Yeah. But what I want to know is when is Santana and Ortiz going to get their shot? Well, everybody's pretty much had a shot at them, but Pentagon and Ray Phoenix have had the most shots, and they've lost the most times. They've lost to SCU. They lost mm -hmm. in the finals of the tag tournament. They've lost to uh, Hangman and uh, and Omega. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm just I'm actually baffled that the Lucha Bros haven't been the tag title have been the tag champions. my mind because. I did give them shit in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Are you saying something, Wes? That group they got. This, uh, 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 with, uh, with, uh, Neville and, uh, and, uh, 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 but we gotta we gotta see if it helps them get to the tag team titles. Mm hmm They def well they they're already pushed. It's just they need the wins. Right. I agree with that. Because I, I mean, in my opinion, I think the people that need the push for real is the Jungle Express. They're so over. Everybody freaking loves Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Marco Stunt. Everybody loves them. Loves them. Yeah, little Marco Stunt's been growing on me a little bit. You know, I have my doubts about him, but yeah, he, he's, he's the new Spike little, Dudley. He's got the little man thing going on. It's pretty entertaining. <laughs> he's the new age Spike Dudley. But. I'll just say that. I'll just say that. Yeah, he reminds yeah. me of Spike Little. But. It's just that they need the wins. Mm -hmm. They haven't won matches very much at all. Mm -hmm. Like, like the gold man. I don't like them either. The gold man. Oh. Well, I don't I, like them I'm cool with them, but I mean, I like I like guys like Private Party better. 
Mm-hmm. Private Party is a great tag team that just needs the push. Right. That, 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 that's where push. And you thought you would think that since they beat the Young Bucks in the first round of the tournament that they would get more of a push. Yeah. Right. But, but they haven't. They've actually been losing every match you've seen them in. Yeah, I understand that, you know, Private Party, it's uh, one of them things that I think uh, they need to, you know, grow with. But like you I know, said, they're, they're every still building them up, every tag team can't be on top. Right. You know, there's and they're still oh, being really? built up and everything. I think uh, the private party are. They'll get there. You know, you live by the silly string. You die by the silly string. Which one of them guys makes that makes that high squealing voice noises when he's in there? It's the shorter one. That guy sounds like a, a possum on helium or something. Sometimes. <laughs> he's great. But they lost to the inner circle this week. Uh, it was a private party and uh, Joey Janela. Against right. uh, uh they faced the death triangle this week. Yeah, th- I mean, yeah, they lost to the death triangle. Right. Private party, Joey Janela fought Pac, Ray Phoenix, and uh Pentagon, mm-hmm. and uh they lose. Of uh, course, Neville hits the beautiful black arrow, mm-hmm. a move that only he can do. Um also they put him in the death triangle at the end. We got to see it for the first time. Right, that was pretty awesome. That was a pretty awesome move. It's like, it's like a three-way rings of Saturn. Mm-hmm. That was I, cool. I, all right, we're running out of time here. I don't mean to jump ship. But Go ahead. There, but there is something we, I wanted to talk about. Okay, with the coronavirus going around, the NBA has canceled the season. The XFL. XFL, unfortunately, it canceled the season. I was really getting into that. But, you know, with, with everything canceling, where do you guys think this will leave WrestleMania? Which is not that far off. Uh, From what? Go ahead. Go ahead, Wes. In a shell because it's, it's kind of a toss up right now. It's, it's, it's kind of a toss up a little bit. Right. It is a toss up, but we don't we don't necessarily know what's gonna happen. I mean, um, I have faith that it's still gonna go off because so far uh, the Tampa area hasn't been affected yet. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I hear, Vince has still got everything rolling. I know three things that hasn't stopped yet. And that's the WWE, the UFC, and the goddamn me sons of legends. <laughs> we go forever. But but anyway, what I'm hearing is if Vince doesn't, you know, postpone that the people that the government in Tampa they'll uh, they'll re uh, reopen up this issue because if they won't hold it in Tampa, it's not exactly Vince's call. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I've seen a lot of rumors. I've seen uh, WrestleMania in Saudi. I've mm. seen uh, that they're going to move the venue. Yeah. I've seen that they're going to postpone it until June. Yeah, but if it is, I, I, does, saw that I saw that. I saw that. But if it is, but if it does get postponed, you know, I guess we can't really get you know too upset about it. No, why would we? It's only you know, reason I'm going to be mad is because I took vacation from work for this. <laughs> Yeah, but how first, man? How first? Yeah, you know, always. The wrestlers are not uh, machines or robots. And and, they get affected by this stuff and the as same you, way we do. As you can see, NXT was held in the Performance Center. Yeah, but it's not a crowd, Smackdown though. Smackdown was held in the Performance Center, and they did not have a crowd. Right, Smackdown didn't have a crowd, but NXT had a crowd. No. Well, I, 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 I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that. And I love uh, Alexa Bliss 
and Nikki Cross still like stomping their feet <laughs> to the crowd and stuff, yeah. trying to get a chant going, yeah. and there's nobody I- there to chant. <laughs> Yeah, I respect the WWE for uh, trying to, you know, distract us for a little while. Yeah, know, putting I, on love, the shows and everything. I love Triple H being on commentary. Right, he was pretty funny. The camera guy, <laughs> he's fucking yeah. got Mojo Raleigh out there and they're beating up Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, SmackDown was pretty funny. Also, it really showed me how great John Cena and Bray Wyatt is on the microphone. Yeah. It really showed that without an audience to dictate anything, John Cena and Bray Wyatt put on one of the most compelling promos that I've seen in a while. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. But what I really stuck out to me is that this is the first John Cena entrance in 11 years that we did not have to hear, John Cena sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Cena sucks. It's like, you know, it's not a John Cena entrance without hearing that. But uh, what were you saying, Wes? I hate Justin in the most. I'm sorry, to say it. I hate Justin. I you don't like John Cena? Cena? No, I hate John Cena. I love John Cena. Cena. I was like, just let it go. <laughs> you <laughs> know I'm going to let it go. We don't have enough time to argue it out. We don't got that much time. But uh, Roman Reigns also put on a compelling uh, uh, interview. I really like that, too. And I really like the matches. I like Daniel yeah, Bryan did. and Drew Gulak going up against... Um, Cesaro, Cesaro and, and Shinsuke and Sami Zayn, um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross against uh, Bailey and Sasha. That was excellent. Uh, they had some. They had SmackDown was good to me. You know, personally, I think it's you know something that you know we could uh, we kind of get get accustomed to. You know, with the show with no audience. You know, yeah. there's nobody there to really distract them. I could, with the chance. I could get thing, into it. I guess. Because, like they say, a crowd can make or break a show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what are you saying, Wes? No, I'm just, I, I, I'm just agreeing with him. You know what I'm saying? Just because... I'm saying it's happening. I can't carry a message longer than they are supposed to be. Yeah, they can. Mm-hmm. They definitely can. Yeah. All right, last thoughts. Everybody stay safe out there. Wes, uh, last yeah. thoughts. That's right, and mm-hmm. and I hope uh, they keep it going. They're giving us an escape from what's going on in the world, and uh, we yeah. just want to thank them for it. Yeah, absolutely. Gunner, tell the people where to reach you. Uh, Matt Lindsay on Facebook, Matt Lindsay six thirty seven on Instagram. Rest, tell the people where to reach you. You can reach out on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Our Dog 1 on Instagram, Our Dog 3 on Twitter, Arthur Quinn on Facebook. You can hit us up at the Sons of Legends 21 at gmail.com. Give us some topics. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Sons of Legends, and we'll holler at you guys next week. So long.